0: Thank you for listening to the Love Your Bod Pod. Before we dive in, just my usual disclaimer that this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and does not substitute individual medical or mental health advice. Welcome back to the Love Your Bod Pod. I'm your host. I'm Kara Curranza Feli, and I am a health coach. I help people heal their relationships with food and step into their power and freedom and self-expression and their confidence and create a life they truly love. And I'm really grateful for this work. I have still been on a little bit of like an Instagram hiatus because I really, really, really needed to focus on the cookbook. And my group coaching program, Food Body Soul. So my, I've just given myself permission to take a break from Instagram because I was spreading myself too thin. Or this past summer, I really spread myself too thin and totally burned out. So I gave myself permission to, sh- to kind of like not have to also create content the last couple of weeks. And it's felt really good and it's allowed me to show up powerfully for the women in Food Body Soul and get done what I needed to get done for the cookbook. And today we have a really beautiful conversation, a really fun, energetic conversation with my dear friend Tristan. She is a fellow health and empowerment coach like myself. And we talk a lot about the power of body acceptance and the power of body liberation. And we talk about how your relationship with food and your body can really hold you back in life And we want to support any woman who does feel held back by their relationship with food in their body. We want to support them in taking their power back. We want to support them in rising above. We want to support them in healing and really support them in creating the life that they want and really allowing them to be the fullest expression of themselves. We really restrict ourselves when we have a disordered relationship with food in our body. We're people pleasers. We restrict our personalities. We don't allow ourselves to be the be who we truly are we're afraid of judgment we want people to like us we don't feel confident in around food we don't feel confident in our body we don't feel confident in who are who we are and all of those things and we're on a mission to really change the paradigm for women not only now but the future generations and I'm really excited for this conversation it's fun It's energetic and at the end we have a really special offering for those of you listening who resonate with what we talk about today. We're going to be teaching a live workshop, a live masterclass. So for those of you that resonate with what we're talking about today, you're going to have an opportunity to take this education further and learn even more. So stay tuned to the very end to get the info for that. Now without further ado, let's dive into today's interview with Tristan from Honest to Goodness Health. Welcome back to the Love Your Bod Pod. Today, we have an incredible guest with us. Her name is Tristan. She is a fearless wild woman whose work is to serve as a source of empowerment for women who identify as being change makers and leaders. In other words, if you believe you were made for big shit and you feel held back by fear, doubt, or old trauma, she is the woman to help you rise into your bigness. She believes that all women deserve to feel completely fulfilled and self-expressed while pursuing their dreams and desires. As a nutritionist and empowerment health coach, Tristan believes that bridging the gap between the science of the body and the power of the soul can create unstoppable women who can produce massive change in the world and shake the ground that we walk on. What up, sister friend? Welcome to ow, the show. Ow, ow. Oh, oh howl, man! Howl at me, girl.
1: Yeah, yeah. I wrote that because I wanted to feel like a fucking she wolf when you read it, and I'm feeling pretty good right now. So,
0: hell yeah, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I read this, and I'm like, I'm just gonna steal that bio. <laughs> do it's it. Mine. I don't care. <laughs> like we do it. the same thing. Wow, what a coincidence. <laughs> We don't know each other at all <laughs> oh yeah no for those listening Tristan and I are super homies we're oh we've God. we've been friends for a while and we became friends through Instagram so what did
1: we decide we like scrolled back we trolled ourselves we trolled back through our Instagram messages and it was like 2017 or something like that July yeah so Yeah, (laughs) we homies.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you slid into my DMs, and you're like, "Wait, what? You're in Arizona?" Because I was in Arizona at the time before moving back to LA.
1: And (laughs) we we went and had
0: Flower
1: Child. I was like, "Be my friend. Let's go have Flower Child together." (laughs) (laughs) And here we are. And here we are. Yeah, I'm excited. You excited? All right, let's fucking do this.
0: (laughs) All right, girl. So, just connect the dots for us you had an eating disorder and I would love it if you could tell us about what your relationship with food in your body was like leading up to the development, what it was like having it and how did you get to where you are now?
1: Mm. Yeah. So I feel like I need to paint a quick picture of like who I came into the world as so that (laughs) it makes sense how all of these things kind of came into my life. So teach me the big lessons that I needed to learn. So like The first dot was this crazy, wild, loud child that loved to wear animal ears and like ride on dirt bikes and get dirty and be, you know, just the loudest person she could be. She loved to dance and be creative and do art. And so like, I also grew up in a household with parents that were, um, really driven to make me succeed because they had struggled a lot through their childhood. So they're like, this kid is gonna win and we're gonna make sure she fucking wins. So growing up, like I had this personality. I I really wanted to do big things with my life and like everything that I did, it had to be huge. Like, you wanna do X, Y, Z? All right, blow it up times a thousand and let's do it. So not only did I have that going on, but then the next dot was like, I grew up in a household where I was always pushed to be the best that I could be. And like your good's not good enough, do more, be more, achieve more, like get out out there, spread your wings and do something big with your life. So I always had this idea in my head that I'm like, I'm going to do big shit with my life. And so all through school, I was like trying to take all these opportunities and do the best that I could. And eventually that turned into being a type A, like perfectionist super crazy obsessed with getting straight A's like being involved in all of the clubs being friends with as many people as I could like not to mention boy crazy and like (laughs) very driven from a very young age to experience boys so like that's the next big dot is I was just so I had my hands in so much and I wanted to do the best that I could in everything that I did And eventually I got to this point and I would say like, once I started dipping my feet into the world of boys, like, um, really wanting to stand out and be desirable and be the best, like that competition amongst women, like wanting to be the best and have the hot body and like have the best boyfriend and like, you know, drive around in his Jeep and do all these, (laughs) do all these fun things that we think will make us cool. Right. And, um, I guess I like, I always surrounded myself with friends that were older and more mature. And at one point, one of my friends made a comment about my stomach because I was in a bathing suit. We had just gotten out of the pool and I was in my bathing suit and I was holding my towel up and, um, I dropped my towel for whatever reason. He goes, yeah, I saw those rolls better cover up. And from that moment on, like I had a fucking vendetta against my body. It's specifically about my stomach fat because it was something that wasn't perfect because somebody made a comment about it. Somebody called me out on it. I'm like, all right, well, time to make it perfect. And so like from that moment on, I really restricted, like I would eat maybe, you know, half a meal a day or whatever. Like I was just in a really bad relationship with food in my body from probably the age of like 16. Um, And then from there on out, like I went into college and I was on my own. I didn't have anybody watching me. And that's when shit took a nasty turn. Like (laughs) being in college, being a type A high achieving woman, like, and having body issues and feeling like I needed to perfect my body in order to be okay in life. Like I abused myself so much and got to the point where I was literally so deprived and so like physically, mentally, emotionally exhausted from not only the deprivation, but also from like over-exercising like crazy and staying in instead of going out with my friends. And like all of this led to this huge emotional breakdown and massive panic attack that I literally broke down on the floor of my kitchen apartment with my roommates and I was like I um woke up this morning thinking that I might kill myself so I'm not okay (laughs) like in case anybody's wondering I'm not okay and I need you guys to take me to the hospital because I'm really I'm really scared right now I'm really afraid and I don't know what's going to happen and I've never been in this place before so my friends drove me to the hospital I stayed in the hospital overnight and during that time I just felt like a shell of a person and I was like damn damn this is where I'm at this is where I'm at Um, and from that point on I would say over the course of the next four years I slowly but surely started to unravel all of this shit storm that I got myself into and Just to kind of like wrap up the dots, I would say the last couple of dots have been a lot of (laughs) building community and like finding support and communicating about what I'm struggling with and like really connecting with what I want to do in my life and letting that be the thing that's like, you've got to shake this shit because if you don't, it's going to get in your way for the rest of your life. And I don't want to live a life of disappointment and unfulfillment. So like, those are probably the last final dots. And now the final dot is like, I'm this free, very big energy. Like I call myself a wild woman because I give zero fucks. I'm going after what I want in life. I'm not letting anything hold me back and I'm going to help women do the same thing. So that's like the final dot I would say in my story.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I think your trajectory and development of a disorder relationship with food in your body is like a lot of ours. Mm-hmm. You know, and having that competition between other women and wanting to be the most desirable and the prettiest, and then having mm-hmm. having a very pivotal moment where someone made a comment to you and the comment really left an impact, right? And and kind mm-hmm. of triggered a chain reaction of restriction and micromanaging your body and going to college and running yourself into the ground, like so much so that you wound up in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And then from that low point, mm-hmm. rock bottom point, oh yeah, which I truly believe can be a very beautiful pa- place from which we rebuild our life. Mm-hmm. How long did it take you to get to where you are now?
1: Yeah, it was a longer process than it could have been because I was so resistant to letting go of everything because it had literally been probably a. Seven, at that point, like a seven year battle with my body and with food. So in total, it's taken me about four to five years to get to where I am now from hitting that rock bottom point. And like I said, it could have gone so much faster if I would have just like given up the resistance to asking for help and admitting that I have a problem because I didn't want to do that. I wanted to solve all of my problems because, Hey, perfectionist overachiever, like we don't ask for help. We know all of the answers. So like it took me four to five years. And I'm so glad that it that I am where I am now and I'm so grateful for where I am now. And in retrospect, <laughs> wise Tristan now wants to be like, girl, stop being a crazy bitch. <laughs> Just let
0: go. It's okay. <laughs>
1: you know what I mean? But yeah, it's taken me about four to five years.
0: Yeah, I think the take home for those listening Mm -hmm. is that you don't have to do it alone. And Mm -hmm. often when you are a high achieving independent woman who has sisterhood wound, you're also like, I can do it alone. I can do it by myself. And so we like, you know, white knuckle our way through the process of trying to get better. So we prolong the healing. We make it longer. And like, you know, Carl Jung says what you resist, you persist. So you Mm -hmm. being so resistant to getting help, you being so resistant to admitting mm-hmm. you had a problem, to letting go of whatever you were grasping onto, yep. made it persist and last longer. So little you know, nugget of wisdom for those listening, you don't have to do it alone. doesn't make mm. you weak to be vulnerable. Vulnerability is courage and strength. Ask for help.
1: For sure. Yeah. For sure. And I think the support that you can get from other women is unlike anything else. And my sisterhood wound, like I was so resistant to talking about anything to do with my struggle, especially because I had this history of being bullied. Like what I said, I was really into boys and really open with my sexuality and like, I didn't give a fuck. And then all the older girls decided to bully me for it. And so that stuck with me that I couldn't ask for help. And I couldn't lean on other girls and other women because that's how other women treat you. When you're open and you're vulnerable about what you actually want in life or what you're struggling with, other women attack you. And I've learned that is the farthest, farthest thing from the truth. Farthest thing from the truth. It's finding the right women to support you. It's finding the right community. And like that, that was... One of the biggest pieces of my healing and recovery for sure. For sure.
0: Yeah. And I think a lot of us who are afraid of women, who don't have intimate friendships with women, it's Mm -hmm. not because we don't want them. It's because something has happened in our past with women, with friendships. We've had falling outs or we've been bullied. And so we make this protective decision to Mm -hmm. keep us safe from experiencing rejection and pain. We make a protective decision to just keep women at arm's length. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then eventually mm-hmm. we realized that, that protective decision is, is actually restricting us from experiencing sisterhood, which is really powerful. And so you have to get to a place where you're like, yeah, this is actually a missing in my life, mm-hmm. women, friendships with mm-hmm. women. And so I'm going to face my fears and I'm going to be vulnerable and I'm going to seek out that community and that support. And I, and I also think that when we first started hanging out, and I was doing the work that I was doing with you know food and body and stuff I didn't know that you had dealt with this stuff in the past. It took you like a I'm year. a fucking magician
1: and I hide everything so well. I white bunnied the shit out of you. you didn't know where it came from. Yeah, no, seriously, seriously, like that is the extent to the resistance. like I was not going to let anybody know there was so much fucked up shit that I did to my body that literally nobody knew about literally nobody knew about and that's the extent that we're willing to go to to resist what we don't want to face like it's insane it's absolutely insane we put ourselves through so much shit because we're like oh but I don't want to do that it's uncomfortable bitch this is uncomfortable this shit right here is uncomfortable
0: you know (laughs) yeah yeah and I think that it's it's also you can you can feel ashamed of how much you're struggling and so you you don't want to open up right like there's a lot of shame and judgment that we have on ourselves when we're going through this stuff and Mm -hmm. we do learn to hide it really really well Mm -hmm. and that's why so many people in our lives have no idea. It's why, still to this day, two years into the work that I'm doing, I still have family members being like, I had no idea, yeah. I, like friends yeah, and from high school. I had no idea you were struggling, and you get really good at hiding it. And I would like to acknowledge what you had just said that it's like we're so afraid of taking the steps that we would need to take to heal because it feels uncomfortable. But it's like our comfort zone of our eating disorder is actually really fucking uncomfortable. Mm
1: hmm great woman yep. yep
0: okay so you identify as being a high achieving woman so tell us a little bit more what that looked like growing up so you talked about being a straight a student wanting to be the best and the most well-liked but how do you think that that personality trait contributed to the development of the eating disorder
1: mm, that's a great question that's a great question I think anytime you have somebody that knows that they are capable of producing a certain result, they know that part of being high achieving and part of being type A is if I do X, y, and Z, I will get this result that I'm looking for. right? And that's like a piece of the puzzle to that type of personality is you're convinced that if you work hard and you're perfect, that everything will be okay. So for me, The high achievement was, if I am really, really good at not eating a lot of food, if I'm really, really good at moving my body all of the time, if I'm really, really good about hiding this, then I will get the relationships that I want. I'll get the praise that I want. I'll get the appreciation. I'll get the, you know, I'll get the pedestal from other girls. I'll get my revenge being like, yeah, bitch, look at me. What's up? I'll get all of that. And that's an achievement. Because it boosts me up in some way and it makes me feel more powerful and capable, but in the process, it did the complete opposite. So I think for me, like that high achievement perfectionist personality, it was just fuel to the fire in terms of creating this gigantic shitstorm of really, really unhealthy mindset and habits and behaviors.
0: Yeah. And we can see that part of the reason why we would have seen these behaviors as achievement of something is because the way our society is set up, Mm -hmm. because of the hierarchy of bodies, because of weight discrimination, because of the social currency granted to women who look a certain way, because of the way that we praise disordered eating and restriction as a virtue. Mm -hmm. And so you can see how our, it would occur to us like, oh, this is like, a high achieving thing because in our society sets it up to be that way
1: a thousand percent a thousand percent and I I was in you know girls will be girls will be girls no matter the environment and I grew up in a very small town in a very conservative community with a class a graduating class of 32 people
0: so yeah. <laughs> yeah, y'all can't see yeah. my face that are, yeah. are listening to the pod, but yeah, so I for face. real,
1: for real, for real. So, you know, you literally knew every detail and every facet of everybody's life. And you, you kind of had this hierarchy in your head of how everybody ranked. And then you add in the component where we're literally taught that like, a certain body type or like a certain body composition or like specific body features. You know, for me, it was always a six pack. I'm like, once I get a six pack shit will be great. My life will be perfect. And I tortured myself for my, like a huge part of my life to get that because of the, you know, the things that were taught, that that's something that makes you better than other women. And I wanted that redemption lap. You know what I mean? I wanted that redemption to be like, look at me now. You going to bully me now? <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> yeah, it would, it's like a way to be safe. thousand percent. Like we assume that if we get our body to look a certain way, that we're going to be safe from ridicule, from rejection. We're going to be loved. We're going to be accepted. And what happens for a lot of us is we get to that place and we actually realize that we're not. Any more fulfilled, like, yeah, maybe we get a little bit of external validation and that feels good. I'm not going to deny that, and Mm -hmm. also you just keep needing hits to feel good about yourself because you're basing your self esteem on fragile ground. Mm -hmm.
1: Yep, 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 and that's like that's exactly the turning point for me, like once I hit that rock bottom and the resistance was still there for like the next four to five years, the thing that finally broke the camel's back was that because of my high achieving ways and my perfectionist ways and this like insatiable drive, like this crazy woman that was driving the bus of my life, she would not stop. She was relentless. I eventually got to a point where my physical body gave up on me. Like it literally pulled the plug and everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. I was sick. I was in and out of the doctor's office. Like my hormones were out of whack, like systems in my body were literally shutting down. And as a result, like my physical body changed in the way that it looked. And I had to face that fear and that lack of safety that I had built in my life through this perfect body that I thought that I had created right? So like the thing that was keeping me safe was completely destroyed. And so I had to look at this thing and confront it and be like, okay, well now I feel completely vulnerable and exposed and unsafe and insecure. And I literally had to go through this process of rebuilding myself from my core values and from what I'm actually here to fucking do in this world, as opposed to just, you know, fitting in and being safe and being something nice to look at.
0: Yeah. So you can see that this pursuit of this really shiny exterior ended up costing you your health, being really sick. You know, you developed a lot of health issues, like you said, in and out of the doctor's office. So there was a very steep cost in terms of the physical health of your body, but also your mental and emotional well being, because what happened was you could no longer maintain this, quote, perfect body anymore because you had gone through all of these health changes. And so that which you relied on to feel safe was no longer available to you, the perfect body. And so you had to actually figure out like, who am I outside of my body?
1: Yeah. And like, not only that as being the cost, but like (laughs) the other cost was literally that I didn't want to be intimate in my relationship. So my relationship went from being really fun and really loving and, you know, just a great time to being absolute torture because we literally felt like we were living with strangers. Like we didn't know each other anymore because I had turned into a completely different person for the better. Right. But at that time, my personal relationship went down the shitter. Like my career was up in shambles. My personality was so hidden and so secluded, which like for being as fucking big that was painful like to be really small and to feel really small that was fucking painful so like the cost is huge and everybody everybody has to pay this cost in some way or another the longer that they resist
0: yeah we're like two years into our friendship and i'm like oh i had no idea tristan was this wild <laughs> i told you i've never been this kid. wild who I'm is this person? gemini
1: It's like that Macklemore song.
0: She a crazy fucking Gemini. (laughs) Yeah. So it just goes to show you how restricted your personality was because of this and how much you felt like you didn't have permission to really be yourself. And part of that was because of the way you felt about your body. I'm willing to bet because you've had negative body image because your body had changed. And so you really limited your self-expression because you felt like you were not safe or unworthy to really be your full self. A thousand percent. A thousand percent.
1: If you don't feel feel confident and happy and powerful in your body, you're not going to be the fullest expression of who you can be, which means that you're not going to live the life that you desire and you're not going to be able to go after what, your heart and soul really craves
0: like that's just the way that it works and the thing about that though is we will create this limiting belief that we can't feel confident in our body unless we look a certain way Mm -hmm. we actually create a barrier what I call an obstacle illusion of like well Mm -hmm. I want to feel confident and comfortable and fully self-expressed and powerful and I actually don't have access to those things because my body doesn't look this way So we create this barrier, this illusion. So the stretch, the growth, the healing is actually getting to a place where you can be comfortable and confident and stand in your bigness and your power, regardless of what you look like, right? Mm -hmm. You want to no longer be so reliant on your physical exterior to give you permission to be the fullest expression of you because yeah. when we live within the context of like oh i can't be confident because of my body we haven't we have an objection to body acceptance and so that's the resistance that you're talking about that's part of that's mm-hmm. one component mhm mhm
1: for sure Absolutely. I have the
0: biggest smile on my face right now
1: because I'm just like, she's taking me to church right now. Preach, woman, preach. (laughs) The holy word of Kara is coming forth into your ears. (laughs) My people, can I get an amen? (laughs) I
0: love you. (laughs) All right. So when did you realize like fully realize, and maybe it was gradual or maybe it wasn't one big moment, realize that your relationship with food and your body image was holding you back from reaching your next level. So like really reaching the point where you are now, where you're this powerhouse woman who helps other women as like a coach and a nutritionist. Yeah, when did you realize like, fuck, if I don't heal my relationship with food in my body, I'm the person I want to become will not be available to me until I do this healing work. When did you realize that? Yeah, I'm gonna be one thousand percent honest with you because I think
1: it's a, it's there's a lot of value in it. But it was it was this past year, it was this past year, and the thing that really grabbed me was I have been working smaller, boring iterations of my big dream for the past four years. I've been doing a teeny tiny little sliver of what my soul wants me to be doing, and like dipping my pinky toe in. And I haven't been taking the leap because of the confidence piece about my body not being perfect. So this past year has really been an opportunity for me to get really fucking uncomfortable with the fact that I have literally like a treasure chest of fireworks going off inside of me that wants to be let out. And the only thing stopping me is the fact that I don't feel confident in my body. And I think that the way that I look is going to hold me back which is absolute bullshit. And for anybody listening, if this is resonating with you, the second you release that, things are going to pop off in your life. Things are going to pop off in your life. I am a completely different person than I was before. Like I am so myself now because I've finally released every last little bit of resistance to being exactly who I am, regardless of what my body looks like. Like it's not even a factor into being who I am anymore.
0: Yeah. And isn't it fucking
1: liberating and freeing? Oh my God. It's, it's absolutely incredible. It's incredible. It feels like the best drug on the planet. Like you are just so high and happy and big all of the time. And you're like, I I don't, I don't know what's going on. Maybe this will end soon, but maybe not. Like maybe this is just the new me. And that's such an amazing feeling. And I want that for everybody. Like, it just, it feels so good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Like, this past year, this past year specifically, partly because I've been, like, at the my, two of my really dear friends bought a beautiful home in Joshua Tree. So we've been driving out to Joshua Tree, like, every month, like, having an amazing time out there. And they have a, a beautiful pool. And so I've been in my bathing suit so much the last year. And this was, like, and I don't always go in the pool, which is probably why this year is standing out. Um, where I literally like did not give a shit about mm-hmm. <laughs> my cellulite or the fact that I've gained weight or that my belly is not as flat as it used to be and I remember standing in the standing outside at the pool there at Joshua Tree I had like my cute little duster on in my bikini mm-hmm. and I was sitting there standing t- and literally witnessing I'm like I just have no more fucks to give about my cellulite I'm like I just don't care if people are going to judge me and think negatively about me, like I don't care. I just want to be present. I just want to have fun. Like Mm -hmm. I am too exhausted to give a shit anymore. And I was like, wow, this is so freeing. Mm -hmm. Like, wow, I'm having, I have, I'm having so much fun. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And we fucking deserve to have fun in our lives. We don't have to feel miserable and tortured. We get to have what we want and like what our heart desires. And the only thing standing in our way is our fears. Like that's literally all that it is. And like once you get a taste of how much fun you can have, you don't want to go back. You're like, okay, well, we're not going back. So (laughs) Time to do the hard shit, I guess, and just dive in and get it over with because my life is worth it. My life is worth it. My happiness is worth it. And my soul wants this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's the power of body. That's the power of body acceptance for women because of how constricted we feel because of what our bodies look like. There is so much freedom and power and self-expression in body Mm -hmm. acceptance. And Mm -hmm. there's this episode in the the show Euphoria. Did you ever watch Euphoria? I love that show. Zendaya is a queen. So (laughs) you know the episode with Kat? I don't know Kat's last name. But there's yeah. this scene where she's like wearing her like leather bondage like yep. punk girl shit. And she's like strutting through the mall. And mm-hmm. I don't remember the exact words, but she's like, there is nothing scarier than a fat woman who doesn't give a shit. And I was like, <laughs> yes. yes.
1: Yes. Yes. Anybody wa- listening to this, go watch that show. It's so good. And yes, 1000%. Yeah. 1000%. You can feel powerful in any body shape or size. It's a choice. Yeah. Ultimate
0: right now, given the day and age of where we're at, the ultimate liberation for women is body liberation and like no longer believing that we're not worthy to do what we want because we don't look the way society has conditioned us to believe we need to look.
1: Yep. 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 Yeah. I'm pretty convinced that this generation of women we're one generation away from being free from all of this shit. This generation is going to bring in the next generation of women that are going to completely change the game. We're doing all the groundwork right now, right, for the next generation. We're we're setting the new standard and we're like you can be powerful no matter what your body looks like and I'm so excited for the next generation of women that comes onto this planet. And we get to change that. Like we get to literally lead the next generation of women by the decisions that we
0: make right now. Now we're paving the path. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Okay. So tell us a little bit about like what this next level looks like for you. So tell us about like what you're up to in the world. And then Oof. we're going to dive into a special gift that we have for this. Oh members. man.
1: Yes. Yes. I am so excited about this next level. I've been waiting for her for so long and she has arrived. (laughs) I'm here, (laughs) bitch. I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. I'm kicking down the door with my combat boots. I'm coming in. She is here to help women who identify as being up to big shit in their life. If you were born with the idea that you've always had greatness inside of you and you know that you're here to be a leader and to change the status quo and to shake things up, If you're here to really make an impact in the world, I'm here to help you do that by helping you to identify all of the things that are in your way. And I can guarantee that the majority of those are fears and limiting beliefs. So I help you to get everything that you want out of this life, step into your bigness, claim your desires, own what you want by feeling as powerful as you can in your body and feeling as powerful as you can as a woman in this day and age. And just letting go of all the things that are blocking you from having that right now because it's accessible to you right now and it always is. And I'm going to help you to release all of the things that are standing in your way and have a fucking fun time doing it. Like we get to have so much fun creating our lives and it's so scary for so long. And then you finally start to do it and you're like, oh shit, this is amazing. So I want to help women to literally create the life of their dreams and create the career of their dreams and, you know, get fulfillment in all areas of their life and just rock this one life
0: that they have. That's the next level. (laughs) Beautiful. Love it. And I so relate to having that feeling like my whole you talked about this earlier like you know you you were born this like very loud child who took up a lot of space and you've always had this feeling inside of you that you were like here for big shit and you have a lot to mm-hmm. offer the world and like you are here to challenge the status quo and you've had that feeling in you this whole time and like part of that drove the high achieving which in some which can be a great thing. We're not here to like demonize people who want to achieve big things. We're actually here to support you in making it something that enriches your life. And I really relate. Like even through like all of my darkest shit, like I always had that feeling of like I'm meant to be an entrepreneur. I'm meant to do big shit. Like I am not meant to just participate in the status quo. I don't like the status quo, you know? Like I want all of these things and I've always felt like I want to chase after them. Mm -hmm. Even when like I was really stuck in my eating disorder and I was really limiting my self-expression and really restricting myself from going after what I wanted. I was people pleasing. I think it's probably why I've I've like had 10 careers already at 31 is because I was just people pleasing until I finally figured out who Kara is. But wanting to step into your bigness and like get the food and the body stuff out of the way, because that was what was really in our way. For Mm -hmm. us. We Mm -hmm. want you want to support women in doing that. Fuck yeah. I wanna support women in doing that. Hell yeah. So let's talk about this free webinar that we are going to this free workshop that we are going to be teaching women who identify with what we be talking about today. So tell us a little bit about that, girl. You dive in. Do I get to say the title?
1: Because the title is badass. Yeah. You ready? Okay. (laughs) So that's my drum roll i can't roll my tongue for shit okay unleash your inner change maker boom. five steps to heal your relationship to food and step into your purpose boom
0: boom yes so unleash your inner change maker five steps to heal your relationship with food and step into your purpose so tristan and i are going to be teaching a live workshop. And we're going to actually walk you through the five steps that we both took that got us to the place of healing our relationship with food and our body image and then also what propelled us to then step into our power and start start chasing after what it is we really wanted to do. So if you are a woman whose confidence is greatly impacted because of your current relationship with food in your body. You know it's holding you back. You know it's dimming your light. You know that there's a bigness inside of you that's been constricted and and you've tried to shrink your body. And as a result, you've shrunk that bigness that is you. We want to support you in unleashing that wild woman.
1: Yes, yes, yes. We are going to be there with you to help you face this big monkey that you've been trying to lock in the closet for so long. (laughs) We're going to help you face it. We're going to give you the steps. We're going to walk you through every step, be there for you to support you and let you know that if this is inside of you and if you have this fire, this bigness, this soul pull, if you know you're meant to be a change maker and a leader and this is the thing This is the thing that's holding you back. We're here to let you know that the second you untap that and you clear all of this bullshit that you've been dealing with for way too long, things are going to pop off. Shit's going to get crazy. Your life is going to change in ways that you didn't know were possible. And you are going to step into a bigness and a power that is literally going to rock the ground that you, that you walk on. So just get ready for that. It's going to be big shit. I'm excited. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a free workshop. There's no sales pitch at the end. Like we ain't pitching you a program. We just want to gift you the five steps that really helped us get from our rock bottom <laughs> to this mountaintop.
1: Yep. 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 And like we said, we are the next generation. Like we are the leaders and the change makers trying to change the status quo. And this is one way that Kara and I are doing that. We're giving back to women that have been in our shoes so that the collective leaders and change makers can continue to grow and grow and grow and make an even bigger impact. So that's what we're trying to do. If you feel called to this, please, please, please join us. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be so powerful. And we're so excited to have you there.
0: Yes. So... The link is going to be in the show notes or you can go to www.bit.ly forward slash unleash yourself with five steps. I know it's a bit long, but again, that is bit. So B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash unleash yourself with five steps and the number five, not F-I-V-E. So I'm going to spell that all out for you guys again because that's a little confusing. It is www.bit.ly forward slash U-N-L-E-A-S-H-Y-O-U-R-S-E-L-F-W-I-T-H-5, the number 5, s-t-e-p-s so BitLeaf forward slash unleash yourself with five steps again it'll also be in the show notes you can also find it on our Instagram profiles we're going to be promoting this and inviting you to join us for this master class for this workshop so you'll find it in the show notes you can find it uh dm us on Instagram we can get it to you as well So the webinar is going to take place on Wednesday, October 16th at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You will be able to watch a replay, so whether you can make it live or not, be sure you go to the link either in the show notes and, uh, and fill out the form and sign up for this free workshop. It's going to be so valuable. You are going to get so much out of it. We'll have an opportunity at the, at the end for live Q and A's, and you're going to walk away with five very actionable steps that you can take to start the process of healing your relationship with food and your body and step into your confidence and your power. And we're really, really excited to be giving back and, and teaching this workshop for all of you women out there who really resonate with what we're sharing today. Mm -hmm. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. All right. Tristan, sister friend where this was amazing. Thank you. Can't wait for, wait for our workshop. Love you so much. (laughs) Where can everybody find you?
1: Yes. So I am active most on Instagram and I also am on Facebook. So you can find me on Instagram at honest to goodness health. And let's see, it's the same on Facebook. And then I have a website, which is honesttogoodnesshealth.com, but I'm definitely the most active on Instagram. I'm on there every day. You'll see my face all up in stories and you can get more of this crazy, this crazy train if you, if you so please.
0: <laughs> yeah. You are, you're crazy on Instagram stories. Like you're entertaining. <laughs> I, just like, I am so, so boring compared to you. Oh my bitch, God. You are not
1: boring. Oh my God.
0: I'm my own flavor of fun. (laughs) You're your own flavor. You're your own flavor. (laughs) We're each our own flavor of fun. It's cool.
1: Yes. Takes all kinds of kinds. I think that's also from the prophet Miranda Lambert, but
0: (laughs) yeah. (laughs) All right, girl. This was amazing. Be sure, all of you ladies listening, go sign up for this workshop. You're not going to want to miss it. It's going to be valuable and it's really going to support you and thank you so much for being here Tristan oh you're welcome love you girl love you all right and that is our show today so for all of you listening who identify with being a high achieving woman if you know you are here for big shit you are a change maker and you really want to be supported in stepping into your power and your purpose and your fullest self-expression be sure to go sign up for our Uh, live workshop and masterclass again the link is www.bit.ly forward slash unleash yourself with five steps and it is the number five not spelled out it is not f i v e it is just the number five so again bit.ly forward slash unleash yourself with five steps you can you know reach out to us on instagram if you are having trouble with that link as well but you're not going to want to miss this even if you can't make the live workshop, again, that is going to be October 16th, which is a Wednesday. It's it's a week from the day that this episode goes live. It's at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So even if you can't make it live, be sure to go sign up so you can watch the replay. It is going to be so valuable and I am so excited to be offering this to those of you listening. And as always, thank you so much for tuning into the Love Your Bod Pod and I will see you guys all next week.